like any relationship that is new, you need to take time and effort to get to know yourself. Imagine you were meeting someone who's a new friend or a new acquaintance and you would have this natural progression and expected amount of time and interaction that you would need in order to feel like you really know that person well. And I think that we assume that we know ourselves and we assume that we should just know what we want and know what we think and know how we feel without taking the time to ask questions and get to know ourselves. Um, You know, just like getting to know someone outside of yourself, you should be asking yourself questions. You should be observing yourself. Like meeting a new friend, you would sit with them. You would watch how they talk, how they think, what they like, what they don't like. You would listen to the words they choose, to how they speak about things, their point of view. You would pay attention to the things that they prefer, their their opinions, their likes, their dislikes. You know, it's this process of just kind of like figuring the person out and seeing what they're all about. And we owe ourselves that to take the time to get to know ourselves. And this is something that comes up whenever you talk to people and you ask them about themselves, they start to clam up and get a little, um, they really struggle. They really struggle to talk about who they are, their preferences. Um, If you tell someone, tell me about yourself, it's one of the most nerve wracking (laughs) questions you could ask if the person doesn't, hasn't gone through this process of taking the time to get to know themselves. Um, Because if you've done a lot of work around yourself and getting to know who you are and a lot of journaling and introspection and reflection and healing work, you start to know yourself quite well. And it's, uh, I'm not saying you're ever done. I'm not saying you're ever like uh, fully an expert and you're entirely predictable to yourself. I don't, I don't think that's ever really possible. I think situations and circumstances uh, bring out sides of us that we may not have known were ever there. And it's an ongoing, you know, project also because we're constantly evolving and changing and growing, whether we like to admit it and see it or not, parts of us are changing all the time and we're learning new things and ideas that we held true in the past may no longer be the case and our world is shifting all the time. So we're constantly changing. So we need to be getting to know ourselves on an ongoing basis. And I think that there may be this aversion to spending that amount of time and giving that level of significance to getting to know yourself because people don't want to come across as self-absorbed or conceited or, you know, too selfish or any of these kind of negative words that people associate with someone who's kind of focused inward. And and the fear of being labeled with those quote-unquote negative labels would stop you from spending that amount of time or even considering yourself as someone worthy of you putting that amount of time and effort into getting to know. Um, And it's not, it's not arrogance or being conceited. It's just self-awareness to get to know yourself and what you're about and what you want. And I think that equating not having an opinion, not having preferences, not having needs with being a selfless a martyr or, uh, you know, someone who's not a liability or a burden or difficult 
uh, we internalize that message that if I just stay really quiet, don't ask for anything, minimize my wants and needs and keep my opinions and views to myself. And there's definitely a place for that. But generally speaking, to the extent that you don't even think about it and you don't even know what you think about things, um, that's we've, we've internalized the message that that's praiseworthy and that's good. That means that I'm staying out of everyone's way and I'm not being a burden. And, you know, that that will make you more likable or lovable. But if you think about it in reality, do you like people who have no, like they stand for nothing, they have no point of view, they have no preferences, they don't know what they want, they always defer to others, they don't have uh, the ability to even make a decision without asking everyone else and getting like a, a group consensus on what to do next. They can't step into or own anything and they don't know themselves. It's it's not something that is... Um, is attractive. If you think about someone else being that way, it's it's not really great. We like people who have ideas and views and, you know, not that they need to impose it on anyone else or push it, you know, on them or shove it down their throats, but people who just are thinking individuals and they're their own person. It's it's an admirable trait. So why is that not something that you consider admirable when you portray that when you show up that way why do you consider it to be selfish or bad or self-centered or conceited or self-absorbed or arrogant why knowing yourself in my opinion brings humility the more I know myself if I imagine all of myself to be like a map the more I explore and walk around that map the more I become aware of where the edges are where are the cliffs where are the dangerous parts where is it really rough and it needs like, you know, landscaping and taming and cleaning and clearing? Where does it need growth? Where does it need nurturing? You get to know yourself and I think it shows you your limits. It shows you your strengths as well. But I think it gives you a really realistic outlook on what you are and what you aren't. And someone who's self-aware is someone who's ultimately more humble and more compassionate because they are to themselves, they are to others as well. So I can understand that I have these beautiful qualities and I also have these really um, scary uh, that I consider to be shameful uh, sides or flaws as well. And if I can accept that about myself, then I can accept that about, about you and everyone else. Of course we have that duality. Of course we have the, the the praiseworthy and the things that we consider to be shameful. It's just part of human nature. So getting to know yourself is something that I think everyone should spend time and invest the effort into doing because I think it pays off in many, many ways. And I think that it really, really matters in terms of cultivating humility. And I think that self-awareness is the beginning of, of most, if not all, healing. That's all I wanted to share. Jazakum Allah khair for listening. And I look forward to sharing more. Yalla. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.